0: Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, hour one. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here the Eric Erickson Show across the nation. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Alert, 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 alert. Herschel Walker joins me at the top of the next hour. That's right. Uh, the candidate from Georgia will be with me. He debates Raphael Warnock tomorrow night in Savannah. He joins me um, for those of you listening in delay, it's the second hour. For those of you listening live, 106 p.m. Eastern Time. Walker will join me. Now, the big story of the day is not even in Georgia. Thank goodness it's not Georgia. The, the amount of hate I get from people say, oh, all you do is talk about Georgia. It's kind of the center of the political universe right now. I kind of have to. The big story of the day is the economy. And It's bad. I'm just going to play you a series of audio bits here just so you kind of see. This is what happened around 8.30 this morning. First, we go to Christine Romans. This is CNN.
1: You know, and that is the big question. The Fed has been raising interest rates now for months, and these numbers are still near 40-year highs. And when you dig inside these numbers, and this is what everyone's really paying close attention to this morning, Biana, when you strip out food and energy, that core inflation annual core inflation 6.6 percent that is the highest since 1982 so that is a fresh 40-year high for core inflation and month over month core inflation 0.6 percent that matches what we saw in august overall inflation you can see on a line chart how it's off the worst levels uh, that we would seen earlier this year maybe showing signs of turning or peaking that's what everybody wants to know but what you are feeling year over year. Gasoline prices up more than 18% from last year. Food prices still up 11%. And shelter, you know, shelter prices have been rising. And this is the part of the economy that you can't quickly change. You can go to different store brands or you can shop differently and switch out your cuts of meat, right? If you're a shopper for your grocery bill, much more difficult when you're talking about your housing costs. Now, these rising prices have been so punishing for so long uh, the, the cost of living adjustment for Social Security recipients last year, next year, we just found out will be 8.7%. Uh, so the 70 million people who receive a Social Security check or those sorts of benefits starting in January will have about $146 on average more a month to try to compensate for this high inflation, Biana. And
0: of course, the the White House is out cheering this on, saying, hey, look, we're going to raise Social Security benefits. You poors are going to be taken care of, except you're not really this that we see it in this is Fox News
1: all right so we're looking at a month-over-month gain of 0.4 percent the estimate was 0.2 percent month-over-month coming in at 0.4 percent year-over-year 8.2 percent, that is hotter than expected. Again, coming in month over month, hotter than expected at 0.4%. And again, 8.2% is the headline CPI number for the month of September. That is hotter than expected. Again, if you strip out food and energy, 6.6%, that is your core number year over year, hotter than expected, guys. Oh, and CNBC. This is Steve Leisman take us through these numbers, the things that really jumped out. What caused this higher inflation?
2: It's where exactly I told you it was coming from at 8 o'clock, which was the service sector. Um, you had a big rise in rents, but all, even you take the rents out, everybody says that's a lagging indicator. There is just nothing in here to tell you that there's reason for the Fed to pivot, and I can tell you right now that one number here that is maybe the most significant, I've not seen this number before. Rick will either back me up or shoot me down. 483 on the peak funds rate April 2023. I'm just- making sure that's the high water mark uh yes yes it is april 2023 we were at 468 going into this 469 we've not seen the new funds right now 483 and again nothing in here everything the fed looked, they had been medium term to long term wrong. Yeah. Short term, they've been right when they've been coming forward. And you had Mester, who took a little heat the other day, saying you can't even say inflation has peaked yet. Well, you can't even say inflation has peaked yet. At least in these numbers, we can argue about whether or not the Fed's watching the right, right. numbers or not. But but you look at the, the, the panoply of service uh, uh, sector numbers in here and you see them rising
0: yeah one last one on this uh rick santelli cnbc
2: and finally year over year strip out food and energy also
0: hotter than expectations up 6.6 that follows 6.3 and 6.6 is a new high Uh, the old high was 6.5 in march that went back to 1982. now you would think the markets would crater considering the record high inflation that we have, but actually, actually, um, the markets are surging ahead. The Dow is up about 600 points right now. Now, why uh, why do traders do that? Traders do that because, and markets do that, and the, the market traders do this, is because they presume that inflation won't go any higher. I'm not making that up. I'm looking at CNBC right now. Uh, Liz Ann Saunders, Chief Investment Strategist of Charles Schwab's. We get this last gasp higher in inflation. From here, we start to decelerate. I think there's still plenty of things that could drive volatility and intraday swings are just the nature of the beast right now. But they essentially think there's no way that next month inflation is going to be even higher, that, that this is kind of it, that it'll start going down. This guarantees the Federal Reserve is going to raise interest rates again, maybe by another three quarters of a percent, if not one percent. Now, uh, some of you are wondering, including Charlie asking me down the line, why do they keep saying excluding food and energy costs? The reason they exclude consumer energy costs from the core inflation number is because food and energy are the two most volatile um, commodities out there. Food and energy regularly go up and they go down. So because they're so volatile, you get a a sense of where everything else is by taking them out. Now, why take them out? let's just consider what's happened to the price of a gallon of gas. It went down and now it's gone back up. Uh, the, the, uh, a barrel of oil continues to bounce around. Uh, it was down yesterday. It's up today. It's up to $89 for West Texas, $94 for brick crude. Yesterday, it was actually down to $87. It was down to 90 for brick crude. So if you take those out. What you can get a picture of from everything else is outside the volatility of energy and food costs. You can get whether the rest of the economy is showing steady increases or steady declines in prices and inflation because the rest of the economy absorbs the volatility of food and energy to bake in prices overall. So you take those out, you get a more steady measure of where the country is as opposed to the hyper uh, volatility of food and gas. Uh, Those come back in for the overall number, and we get a picture that is not good. It is very, very high inflation in this country right now. And there's a problem. If you recall, Joe Biden in July claimed that inflation was zero. There was no inflation. That's not actually true. It was year over year still up. What Joe Biden decided to do was month over month. Much like we don't include energy prices and core inflation because of volatility, we don't look at inflation month over month. We look at it year over year because that gives us a better picture of what's been happening over the last several months. Because a price increase in a month of $0.10 cents doesn't really matter, but if it goes up $0.10 cents every month, for 10 months, suddenly you've seen a dollar increase in what you were paying for. So we look at things uh, backward. It goes back 12 months, 10 cents every month, $1. twenty. I can do that math in my head. And we got to recognize that year over year inflation has gone up pretty significantly. So we look at it year over year. Joe Biden in July decided he wanted to look at it month to month and said, well, there really wasn't any. And then in August, he looked at it and it was up a tenth of a percent. And he says it's only gone up about an inch from last month. He was very defensive about inflation last month. He was very defensive. And at this point, inflation continues to surge to all time high records. And this gives... The Republicans, a final closeout argument. The Democrats poured all of their energy into passing the Inflation Reduction Act. And the Inflation Reduction Act did not reduce inflation. If anything, it made it worse. They decided to take the Inflation Reduction Act and turn it into a Green New Deal. In turning it into a Green New Deal, They decided to advance subsidies. They decided to advance government spending. And they decided to ignore the root causes of inflation. The result is that inflation continues to go up. It continues to burden Americans. It continues to cause problems for the American people. And the Democrats don't have anything to offer. The Democrats don't have an answer for it. They claimed the Inflation Reduction Act would help, and it hasn't. In fact, if you know anything about the law, what you know is that all the things that were supposed to take care of inflation are like 10 years out. How does it actually impact you, though? How does inflation impact you? You want me to give you the data? Airfares... This is annual from last year to now. Airline fares are up 42.9%. Utility gas to warm your home and fire your stoves up 33.1%. Eggs are up 30.5%. Gasoline up 18.2%. Chicken up 17.2%. Coffee up 15.7%. Milk up 15.2%. Bread up 14.7%, furniture up 10.1%, vegetables up 9.2%, all items combined up 8.2%, fruit up 8.2%, ham up 8.1%, women's apparel up 7.6%, used cars up 7.2%, rent up 6.7%, men's apparel up 3.7%. Across all sectors of the economy. Food and gas, clothing, cars, utilities, travel costs, everything is up. Everything is surging. Everything is surging. When Donald Trump was president of the United States, inflation was at 1%. It's now at 8.2%. Under Joe Biden, with complete democratic control of Congress, The Democrats cannot blame the Republicans, so all they can do for the last month of this campaign is they can scream that Republicans would actually make it worse. Republicans would be far worse for the economy. And there's more and more data out there that suggests that's not the case. And I suspect the Democrats are going to pivot. They're going to do something else. They're going to need a fall guy. They've got Alejandro Mayorkas for the border. They've got Janet Yellen for the economy. This is the Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen yesterday.
1: Um we still see the impact of uh COVID in China and the slowdown in Chinese growth and um with high inflation and tightening monetary policy in many advanced countries um emerging markets from really all of these factors are suffering. Um, many stresses. So there's a lot to talk about. but from the perspective of the United States, I think the United States is doing very well.
0: The United States is doing very well, not really. You are struggling to fill up your car with gas, gas prices going back up. You're struggling to buy food at the grocery store. You're having to eat out less. You're worried about winter is coming. How are you going to pay the power bill? Do you know when I got married 22 years ago tomorrow, my wife and I lived in a rental house and the rental house was very poorly insulated. It was a little three-bedroom house, had a nice little garden in the back. It was an older house built in the 40s, very poorly insulated. Our first and only winner in that house One month, we had a gas bill. The house had a natural gas furnace. Gas prices were relatively low. And our gas bill was $600 for a month just to keep that house warm. You could walk down the hall and you could feel the cold breeze go down the hall if it was windy outside. And we had to cut back... On food, on gas. We had to cut back on every single thing just to pay the gas bill that month. We had to cancel subscriptions. I mean, we had to do all sorts of stuff just to be able to pay that gas bill. And that was when gas was relatively cheap. That house I'm sure has been modernized in the, in the subsequent 22 years. I'm sure it's been better insulated. But think about the people now, winter is coming. And one of the key utility, one of the key indexes of commodities that are increasing and surging is gas to heat your home. There are a lot of people in New England who use oil to heat their homes. These people are going to have to sacrifice a lot just to avoid getting hypothermia this winter. And that's all on Joe Biden and the Democrats. And that's why I think this last month we could see polling dramatically shift away from the Democrats as people realize they really did break the economy and their fix that they claimed would work did nothing but make matters worse. Americans for Prosperity plays to win. That matters a lot to me. I know a lot of D.C.-based organizations that just want to pass paper around to other Beltway insiders or claim they speak for everyday Americans without ever having to leave Washington, D.C. Americans for Prosperity is different. They're not a think tank. They're grassroots do tank. Americans for Prosperity is a -a one-of-a-kind, freedom-oriented, limited government advocacy and accountability organization that actually takes action to expand opportunity for all Americans and defend your freedom of speech. They're doing great work at all levels of government. What's their secret? Well, they don't really rely on Washington. They built a network of concerned citizens who are stepping up for freedom in communities all around the country. If you want to learn more, if you want to find out how to get involved with Americans for Prosperity with a chapter near you, and I assure you, they have a chapter near you. Check them out at americansforprosperity.org slash Eric. That's americansforprosperity.org slash E-R-I-C-K. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone number 877-973-7425. Uh, a week before the midterms, October 28th, I'm going to be at the Governor's Gun Club in Kennesaw, Georgia, uh, meeting with listeners uh, from anywhere. Any station listening to me or those of you listening on the live stream, all you got to do is text the word bourbon to 33777. You can click the link, get a ticket. You don't have to be a drinker. You just come hang out. Going to have some guests. We're going to be talking about politics, the election, the midterms. Um, you do a Q&A. If you get the VIP ticket, you can show up early and sample some bourbons and also check out the gun range. It's the largest indoor skeet shooting facility in the nation. Uh, they will give you a voucher to come back if you're going to partake, um you can get a voucher and come back to the gun range later uh the lawyers of course don't want you drinking and shooting guns at the same time but text bourbon to 33777 uh real quick jim before i go to break welcome to the show how are you
3: thanks uh, for taking my call eric i really appreciate your uh <clears throat> evaluation of everything i understand that the inflation reduction act did nothing to reduce inflation but the democrats constantly say inflation is global and is better, we're better off in the United States than the rest of the world. Could you analyze that so I could understand it, please?
0: Yeah, it's actually not true. Um, Great Britain has 10% inflation. It's the highest in the West. Among Western countries, the United States actually has the highest rate of inflation right now. Uh, I knew you were going to ask me about this, so I actually got online and looked. Uh, Canadian inflation is 5%. French inflation is 6%. German inflation is 4%. Polish inflation is 3%, Japanese inflation is 6%, Chinese inflation is 3%, uh, Korean inflation is 4%. Um, Taiwanese inflation is 4%, Spanish inflation is 5%, Italian inflation is 5%, Greek inflation is 7%. Uh, The Turks, who I wouldn't think anyone would consider part of the West, they're at 76% inflation. Uh, So, yeah, better us than them. But, yeah, I I mean, with the exception of Great Britain, and Britain's problem specifically is energy costs. Now that they're outside the EU, they've got to take care of their natural gas problem themselves, and that's caused their inflation. Uh, Here, though, a Among Western powers, the United States has the highest rate of inflation outside of Great Britain. Every other Western country has lower inflation than us. Um, Is it a global problem? Yes. And why is our inflation so high? Our government spending rate over the last two years of the Biden and the Democrats uh, has just been through the roof. So too much inflation. It's a global phenomenon, but higher here. Top of next hour, Herschel Walker joins me. When we come back, more of your calls. So winter is coming, and I got to tell you, I love the weight of the Bull and Branch sheets. I like them in the summer when it's hot and you don't want a lot of covers on you. But in the wintertime, they're just the perfect weight, the perfect, I don't know, smoothness. They're 100% organic cotton threads. They've got super softness. They get softer every time you wash them. They're just the drape when you're laying down and stuff. They're, not, they're just perfect sheets. I love them. Uh, I am effusive with my praise for Bullen and Branch, and I'm delighted to have them as an advertiser. Look, they're made from the highest quality threads. They got superior softness. They got over twenty five thousand rave customer reviews and counting. I'm one of them. The quality you can tell is great. They hold up well after all the washes I've put them through. And they just get softer. It doesn't matter what the thread count is. The fiber sucks. And you can tell they put a lot of great detail into the fibers they use. And look, Bola Branch gives you a 30-night risk-free trial with free shipping, returns on all orders. You're going to feel the difference. You're not going to want to send them back. The first 100% organic fair trade certified betting company ever They use 90% less water than conventional production. Zero pesticides, other chemical, toxic chemicals. They don't use them. It's just fantastic. Listen, I'm effusive with my praise. I love and Branch. Try them for yourself. And again, you get a 30-night risk-free trial, free shipping, returns on all orders. Try the sheets that will make you fall for the coziest night's sleep in the season where you want cozy sheets. 15% off your first set of sheets. Free shipping when you use promo code Eric, E-R-I-C-K, at BowlinBranch.com. That's Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, Branch.com. The promo code is Eric. Trust me, they're worth it. We've got five bedrooms, five beds, Bowling Branch sheets on every bed. Hello, America. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone number, 877-973-7425. Herschel Walker joins me at the top of the hour. At 106 p.m. Eastern, if you're listening live or online at EWerickson.com. You can also, if you want to get the live stream, if you're going to be away somewhere, you can also subscribe to the show notes by texting the word ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777. Let's go back to the phones, 800, er, or 877-973-7425. ERIC, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the show.
2: Hey, thank you, Eric. Uh, you know, the, the question I have
0: is, uh, I mean, you're a great analyst. Uh, you're, straight, uh, you're a great commentator, good strategist. Let me ask you a question about uh, the Republican strategy. I mean, back in the 80s, we had Lee Atwater, and uh, we had people who could do great negative campaigning now it seems like we let the Democrats do all the negative campaigning and we just go,
2: Oh, we don't do negative campaigning anymore. <laughs> Why? Yeah, is oh, okay. That?
0: So uh, there are a couple of reasons and I agree with you that the uh, part of it though is we're not seeing them as much, particularly if you live in uh, Georgia, for example, uh, the Republicans just don't have as much money to run a lot of negative ads. Uh, as far as the governor's race goes, uh, there are some, and they're not hyper-negative. There is one um, that is now on TV in the metro Atlanta area. Uh, It has been dropped by 34 and 22, which is a super PAC designed to help Herschel Walker. This is the ad that has just come out in Atlanta. Herschel Walker's (laughs) ex-wife. Police body cam footage. Domestic incident.
2: And he just starts backing the car (laughs) off. but I've tried to keep the way that he acts under wraps for a long time. And today he crossed the line. So that is
1: what is going on
2: here. And he's a great actor. He is phenomenal at putting on a really good show. 34N22 is responsible for the content of this advertisement. That's
0: that's the police body camera footage of the incident where Raphael Warnock ran over his wife. Uh, And they're just running that ad all over uh, Georgia. And letting it speak for itself. There are some problems, though, that, that you got to understand here. One is this. Um, and you know what? Let, let me, Philip is going to say, why do you record this? So I might as well record it so we can, you can get it on Facebook and YouTube later. When you run a negative attack, your negatives go up too. People forget that. Uh, So when your negatives are and this is one reason that Stacey Abrams is going to have a hard time winning in Georgia and let's let's focus on her for a moment. Stacey Abrams is now running a series of negative race baiting ads against Brian Kemp accusing him of uh, hurting black voters and suppressing the black vote. She has selectively edited some of his words to make it sound like he supports white supremacists. This is Stacey Abrams. Her campaign is doing this. It's not true. She selectively edited his words to leave out key details to provide the accurate context of what was happening. But Stacey Abrams' negatives will go up as well as Brian Kemp's. This happens when you run negative advertising. You run a negative ad. You want the other side's negatives to go up, knowing yours will go up, and you want their negatives to go up more than yours. When you're in a situation where you have high negatives already, you want to limit your negative advertising until you've put on a positive campaign. And you want to be able to sell yourself as the preferred candidate. Now, let's step back and look at the larger picture of campaigns in 2022. If you're new to the program, you should know I ran campaigns for a living for a number of years. I was a political campaign manager. I was a uh, I, I did polling, advertising, mail. I did general strategy for campaigns around the nation, at the congressional level, state level, um, uh, local level. Here's what you Here's what you learn in doing campaigns. When the other side is doing nothing but using itself and the media to define you as disparagingly as possible, what you want to do is not run negative ads against them, but show yourself in the best possible light. It's not defensive. What's essentially happening here is you're on offense in a different way. So the caller's question is why aren't Republicans running more negative ads? Well, the reason is because Republicans right now are playing to paint a positive picture of themselves while the Democrats and the media assail them as the second coming of Hitler. So when the media and the Democrats assail you as the second coming of Hitler and you're saying, hey – I'm a competent small businessman. I've run small businesses for years, and now I want to go to Washington to run Washington like my small business where we had to make ends meet, where the Democrats have failed to do that. Well, that's an attack on the Democrats very subtly, but it's also played up contrary to what the Democrats say. I'm not the boogeyman. I'm actually a competent manager. It doesn't come across as a negative ad, but to a degree it is. It suggests that the Republican candidate is more competent to run Washington, D.C. than the Democrats. And all the Democrats have right now is he's going to take away your right to kill your children. He's going to take away your right to live your life, your best life now. If you want to decide that you're a different gender, you're allowed to. And we should have boys on the girls team and Republicans are dictator authoritarians. Most of that's not going to persuade people except the hardcore Democratic base to turn out. You have to remember, part of what the Democrats are doing right now is mitigating with the attacks. The attacks aren't working so much because people like Republicans. Rarely does this happen, but right now people like Republicans more than Democrats. So the Democrats are running negative ads on Republicans. One, to hurt the Republicans, but two, to provoke their own side for maximum turnout. See, when a Democratic campaign group runs attack ads against Republicans, their negatives go up as well, and their negatives are already high. But they can provoke an emotional response from their base to turn out, and that's what the Democrats are hoping to do right now. Democrats are hoping they can get maximum turnout from their base to not win in November, but mitigate the damage in November. One of the reasons is because of a new twist on the polling that comes from cnn where the fault of wrong conventional wisdom chris eliza has to talk about this and i'm sure it pained him to talk about something republicans have been saying for six months and only now does the media realize we've been telling the truth about
1: new cnn polling finds that americans are closely divided in their vote for congress cnn politics reporter and editor-at-large chris eliza is with us now so the choice for congress chris which party has the advantage.
3: Okay, so Brianna, I want to start. This is the generic ballot. The reason we call it that is because it's basically the question is asked which party do you, which candidate do you favor, a Democrat or a Republican, no names. Okay. This is interesting. Nationwide when we ask this question, we get this, D plus 3, 50 for Democrats, 47 for Dem- for R- Republicans. But when we ask it in competitive districts where this is going to be fought out in you know, not every district in this country is competitive. I come from a district in Connecticut, not competitive at all. In competitive districts, look at this, look how this changes. R plus five. That number right here, this is good news if you are a Republican, because it suggests in the places where this election is going to be decided, Republicans have an edge. So this number, look, you're you're not upset if you're a Democrat with this number, but this is the number that really matters. Because remember, 435 districts vote, but probably only 35 to 50 are the ones that are deciding the majority. And in those, R plus five.
0: I've been telling you guys this for a good little while. That when you look at the nationwide number, even among likely voters, it's going to look better for Democrats because Democrats are deeply enthusiastic about voting this year. After Roe v. Wade got overturned, they hate the Republicans. They hate Donald Trump. The Democrats have been able to make this to some degree about Donald Trump. They want it. They don't want Republicans back in power. They want to be able to get the Senate majority increased. And so they're going to rush out and they're going to vote. There's going to be a big Democratic surge. The problem for the Democrats is where Democratic voters live. Democratic voters already live in Democratic states. So it doesn't do you any good to see a 10 point surge in the Democratic vote if it comes from California, New York. Republicans aren't expected to do well there anyway. But when you see a Republican surge in a state like Georgia, that helps Herschel Walker. When you see a Republican surge in the uh, southern El Paso, um, Rio Grande Valley districts of Texas, that helps Republicans. Democrats tend to be in urban areas already redistricted for Democrats. As Solicitas said, there are 35 to 50 swing districts in this country. Republicans are expected just through redistricting to pick up 220 seats as a base for the House of Representatives. That excludes those 35 to 50 swing districts. You add in the 35 to 50 swing districts, if the GOP gets 35 of them, that's a pretty epic win for the GOP. It also probably means that a guy like Herschel Walker wins in Georgia. It means for certain that Dr. Oz wins in Pennsylvania. It means Adam Laxalt locks in Arizona and it's our, our Nevada, and it's possible Blake Masters wins in Arizona. In the swing districts, if there is a surge of voters furious with the Democrats, a Democratic surge of votes in Los Angeles, New York, Chicago doesn't really hurt the GOP. It's the counter surge of swing voters who are furious in swing states like Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Georgia and Wisconsin that really do maximum damage to the Democrats. And more and more polling out there suggests that's going to happen. And when you add the inflation data into it that just came out, record high, 40-year high inflation, It's going to inspire even more voters to be angry with the Democrats and turn out. And the Democrats negative ads really won't work this year as the Republican ads are, hi, I'm a Republican. I'm not spooky or an authoritarian. I'm just a competent small businessman who's tired of the Democrats wrecking the economy. So I'm headed to Washington to fix it. Please vote for me, not the Democrat who gave us record high inflation. That Republican message is going to win over the Democrats saying, he wants to stop abortion, vote Democrat. It's not really going to help you when it's the economy, stupid. One more call. Speaking of that in economy and inflation, Rick, you're up next. Welcome to the show.
2: Hey, good morning, Eric. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I I uh, just had a comment. I, I use one of the popular personal software packages to track my spending and things. And uh, went back and did an analysis. I have one category that is specifically uh, food, uh, dining, and groceries. Okay, so that does include restaurants, but my wife and I don't go out very much. It's primarily the food we buy to eat here at home. My year-over-year, year-to-date this year versus same period last year was a 23% increase. Wow. Gosh almighty, and, that is something. And, and Yeah, and again, we really haven't changed our eating habits. You know, it's mm-hmm. pretty much same thing this year as last year. So good it's real. Grief.
0: Yeah, look, it, it really is real. And for the Democrats to say, uh, well, it's only up a, a four-tenths of a point from last month and stuff, you and everyone else has been feeling this for a while. And it's deeply, deeply impactful for people, particularly the older you get as you get closer to retirement. Uh, Rick, there's a story out today, and thanks for the phone call. There's a story out today that uh, a quarter of Americans are thinking of delaying retirement because of inflation. That's a troublesome sign that people who thought they were going to be able to retire now have to keep working. It's a deeply bothersome sign for a lot of Americans, and this is going to hurt the Democrats pretty significantly. Now, one of the groups that also intends to do maximum damage to hurt the Democrats and and help the conservatives is Patriot Mobile, but they need your help to do it. So it's a cell phone company, but it's a uniquely constructed cell phone company with guaranteed great service. What do they do? Well, Patriot Mobile is run by a group of Christian conservatives, and they've set up a political action fund. So when you spend your money with Patriot Mobile and they grow their profits, they take a portion of their profits and put it into this fund. And then they have political experts from the conservative side of the aisle who help them target candidates to either help or to hurt and causes to help. So they help the Second Amendment lobby. They help the pro-life movement. They help conservative candidates. And they've been running experiments at the school board level. So in Texas, to see if their model worked, thanks to you guys who have taken your business to Patriot Mobile, they got involved in 11 local school board races. Against woke school board members who were pushing critical theory and transgender studies in schools, and they found good conservative candidates who were moms and dads to run against them, and in 11 out of 11 races, the conservatives won. And Patriot Mobile can now deploy that nationwide, but they need your help. All you got to do is take your business to them. You get guaranteed great service. They use the same cell towers everybody else uses. And you get free activation with my name, PatriotMobile.com slash Eric, PatriotMobile.com slash E-R-I-C-K. You can also call them 972-PATRIOT. They have 100% U.S.-based customer service. Tell them I sent you, and you get free activation, 972-PATRIOT, or PatriotMobile.com slash Eric. Hi there. When we come back, Herschel Walker, candidate for the United States Senate in Georgia, is going to join me on this program nationwide. Uh, we'll talk to him about his upcoming debate and, of course, about all the allegations and everything else. Uh, Free form interview. There were no ground rules set, um, and so we'll have a discussion. Now, if you miss it and want it later, you can subscribe to my Substack. And I will push out the audio or the podcast, the live stream, if you want to listen to it in the car and somehow you can't get the radio, all you do is text the word ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777. I'll send you back all the links so you can follow along. Be sure to subscribe to the daily email so you get up to date on everything. Um, You know, I got to go back to something yesterday. John Fetterman, the Associated Press has even gotten in on the act of attacking Uh, Dasha um, uh, Bash or or Burns at at NBC. I want to play for you again the opening of this interview that she did and how uh, it, it was started on NBC so you get a sense
2: of how it went yesterday. Um, Another pivotal Senate race in Pennsylvania, now considered a toss-up. Our Dasha Byrne spoke with Democrat John Fetterman in his first in-person sit-down interview since he suffered a stroke, and Dasha, this was not a typical candidate interview. No, Lester, because of his stroke, Veterans' campaign required closed captioning technology for this interview to essentially read our questions as we asked them. And Lester, in small talk before the interview without captioning, it wasn't clear he was understanding our conversation. Can voters trust that you will be able to do this job on day one? Yeah, of, of course. This is Pennsylvania Democratic Senate candidate John Fetterman's first in-person sit-down interview since a stroke sidelined him from the campaign trail for months. That auditory processing where you know, I'll hear someone speaking, but sometimes i will be, it'll be uh, precise on what exactly that they're saying, I use captioning. His campaign required that he be allowed to use a transcription program on his computer during our interview. I always thought I was pretty empathetic, uh, uh, emphatic.
0: The media is attacking NBC, the Associated Press, New York Magazine, Kara Swisher from Vox, or I forget where she is now. Um, they're all left-wing progressive reporters who haven't conducted in-person interviews with him. They've conducted remote interviews with him where they couldn't tell whether or not he was using a transcription service or not. John Fetterman admits he lacks the ability to process Audio he hears. It's not that he can't hear it. He hears the words. He just can't make sense of the words. It's the damage done to his brain by the stroke. His campaign originally said it was a minor stroke. We now know it was more serious than that, and they're refusing to hand over medical records to show us just how bad it was. And so much of the media is covering for Fetterman, they are desperate, desperate, desperate for that seat because they are desperately afraid my next guest, Herschel Walker, can actually win in Georgia. And they're probably right on that point. It is amazing to watch the national media savage NBC News, normally a reliably weather vane of left-wing thought, for exposing that John Fetterman's health situation is far worse than it is. To watch the media, not just Democrats, but the media circle wagons around John Fetterman gives you a sense of why so few Republicans these days, so few people on the right at all trust anything they hear from the media these days. And you can't really blame them when you see this sort of stuff.